You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Podcast. I am your host, Nola J, aka Chocolate Blonde, aka Nola Jizzle. Hope everyone had a great week. Had a good week. I was down south. I um, was a little upset by the uh, Bucks losing on Sunday. Um, but I was in some good weather. I heard it snowed in my city or in my state. But I was in 84 degree weather. So that was cool. Um, like I said, the Bucks lost, and that was, ah, that hurt. But I'm still rooting, fear the deer, go Bucks, go. I'm still with it. Hey, man, I'm still with it. So let's get into it. Um, Playoffs are going on. I'm digging the NBA playoffs, uh, of course, because the Milwaukee Bucks are in it. But there's some strong, good teams in there. Toronto um, lost to Philly. I'm starting to really believe there's a Drake curse. I'm starting to believe any team that Drake likes is a curse. I don't know, but it's starting to seem like it is. <laughs> I'm not quite sure, but um, it might be. Then someone crazy uh, went down with um, Magic Johnson. Remember, I, I mentioned it, I think, last episode, episode before that, that he had stepped down as the president of the Lakers. Well, then we got a little bit more dirt of why it was a sudden thing, and Magic was like, whatever. This is what happened. Magic Johnson reportedly resigned because he was accidentally CC'd on emails about how bad of a job he was doing. Y'all know what that's like, where you accidentally send a text message to the wrong person, you was talking shit about somebody, or the same thing that happened to him, where, with emails, where, um... Could have been a reply. Oh, you never know what. <laughs> you never know what <laughs> could happen. You cc And the thing is, well, let me go ahead and um, let me go ahead and read that. Read the rest of the article. It explains how he was accidentally cc'd on this. Um, this is how. This is what the email was. Hold on. Okay. Um, this is from Bar. Barstool Sports, which I always seem to get all my sports from, apparently. But here it is. From USA Today transcribing, my understanding is that there were some emails that were exchanged between Rob and Jeannie about Magic and about what Magic was and wasn't doing. They were critical emails, and somehow, someway, Jeannie, from what I understand, was CCing or blind CCing Magic on everything. This was sort of the protocol standard issue. Basically, no matter what, he was getting CC'd on shit stuff. But she was also blind CC'ing him. And Jeannie Buss, if you don't know, that's um, owner of the Lakers. And it was pretty much inherited from her pops, who magic go way back. So, but whatever, there's a connection. Anyone in sports knows this. 
Okay, I'm going to continue on. Somehow the exchange between Rob and Jeannie ended up on a string of blind CCs that were going to Magic. So Magic now is seeing emails from Rob to Jeannie that were critical of what he was doing and maybe most important in all this is, most important in all this is that there was no indication that Jeannie was backing Rob up in terms of either going to Magic or letting him know this was going on or going back at Rob and defending Magic. That was not happening. So when he talked about backstabbing, to me, my understanding, that's what started it. The fact that Jeannie waved goodbye and said thank you for all that you did was that she didn't necessarily disagree with what Rob was saying. Personally, my opinion, I'm take a break. Personally, my opinion, I think, I think she's doing a horrible job with the Lakers, period. And to try to blame it on magic, nah, nah, you ain't, you ain't, your pops was a goat at it. You, I don't think she running Lakers well. And I'm a big Lakers fan. I'm Laker Nation all day long. I'm Bucks first, then Lakers. I don't think you running it well. I think you use uh, magic as a scapegoat. And I don't blame them by hitting it, like just leaving. But let, let me finish. That. Well, this is just perfect. I mean, how many times do we have, and then Barstool Sports is putting a commentary again? Well, this is just perfect. I mean, how many times do we have nightmares about sending an email or text to the wrong person? That happens all the time. Now imagine this professional basketball team and someone you consider your sister is talking shit about you and not backing you up. That's essentially what happened here, and it's absolutely hilarious. Of course, they were critical of what he was doing. He was never committed. He was tampering left and right, and it's not working out. These, there were problems all around. Naturally, you're going to talk shit about your coworkers doing that. You just tend to not CC them on emails. What this really does, though, is make the way Magic resigned even more hilarious. It does. The fact that he was reading the emails and just dipped without telling them, so perfect. I mean, imagine that you were sitting here reading yourself getting roasted. You get worked up. Oh, yeah, well, I quit. The Lakers never stopped proving free contact, never. Yeah, so that's why that was a crazy way he, because everybody's like, why is he leaving away? <laughs> but I just like, okay, I'm out. I got a good life. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right, I got a few stories. This is episode 19. I'm really going to make this short and sweet because the Bucks are playing right now, and I definitely hope that we can continue this lead that we got going on at halftime and pull this off we have to so i'm gonna go ahead and knock this off for episode 20 i definitely have a guest because it's the 20th episode and i'm definitely gonna bring someone in and get some more stuff going on i know i say this every episode but i promise this time i will i promise okay let me read a few stories and then i'm gonna uh i'm gonna get out of here all right <laughs> i said i wasn't gonna talk about r kelly anymore but i can't help it Something else just happened. <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly, y'all, is really illiterate. R. Kelly really can't read. And I'll be honest with you, R. Kelly is dumb. Dumb as hell. <laughs> R. Kelly is just dumb. And I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't care about laughing about him. But he is really a complete idiot. That interview was always was already enough for me, but this right here takes the cake. <laughs> I'm sorry, 
I'm going to keep talking about R. Kelly. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't. He is really dumb. All right. So the headline reads, <laughs> R. Kelly fights. Wait, R. Kelly fights loss and sexual abuse case. I was confused and overwhelmed. Nah, bro, you can't read. You're illiterate and you dumb. <laughs> That's what it is. You are dumb. <laughs> That's all it is. You, this is embarrassing, man. This is straight up embarrassing. Okay. R. Kelly was so overwhelmed with his legal woes, he had no idea what the hell he was reading after he was served papers while in jail. <laughs> Much less know how to handle it in court. And that's why he lost his sexual abuse case. That's why you lost it. So claims his lawyer who was fighting to undo the legal defeat. So he got served papers in jail. He felt so overwhelmed. He knew what was going on. So he just just didn't do anything. But mind you, he has a lawyer. So you mean to tell me, dumbass, this is why R. Kelly is dumb, if this is really true. I believe they try to use this as an excuse. You mean his dumbass can call his lawyer? You get, you can call people collecting jail. His lawyer, I'm sure, come visit him. He could say, hey, I got these papers. Can you tell me what I'm supposed to do? Come on, man. Maybe he didn't have no money to retain his lawyer. I don't know, but let me continue reading. Y'all recall that Battle Singer was sued by Heather Williams at Cook, Cook County, Illinois, back in February, claiming Kelly sexually abused her when she was 16 years old. The lawsuit came on the heels of Kelly dealing with 10 counts of criminal sexual abuse. Williams' attorney, Jeffrey Ditchman, initially fired off a legal letter in effort to settle out of court, but they got no response from Kelly's team, so they forged ahead with the lawsuit. What's more, Williams says she tried serving Kelly at Trump Tower, but security made it the mission impossible. Somehow, Williams served Kelly while he was in jail for failing to pay child support. This according to Kelly's civil attorney, Brian Nix, who tells TMZ, our Kelly was served while incarcerated on a child support case and was overwhelmed by the experience of being in jail. <laughs> dude, dude, R. Kelly really, really lives in a fantasy world. Um, overwhelmed by experience. When Kelly failed to appear for the hearing, Williams won the lawsuit judgment against the singer. Nix said being overwhelmed coupled with Mr. R. Kelly not being cognizant of what the motion fully meant led to him missing the hearing. I mean, he missed the hearing because he was in jail, right? This story don't make no damn sense. I had no idea he was being served. There's a hearing set for next month to determine the damages. Kelly Lori is trying to get a default judgment set aside so they can fight it out of court for merits. Our Kelly, let it go, man. That, how's that an excuse? How do you... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm really confused. You have a lawyer. You get served in jail. Don't you tell your lawyer everything that's going on? He was so overwhelmed. He didn't know what was going on. When he, he went in jail that long, was he? R. Kelly dumb. He is seriously dumb. He is seriously trying to get this overturned by saying he can't read. He is dumb. <laughs> dumb. I can't. He oh he was so overwhelmed he didn't know what he was reading. R. Kelly, you just you know what, dude? 
I can't with him. But I got one more thing on him, though, <laughs> that I will be watching. I'm having a good time with this R. Kelly thing because, I seriously, I don't know who's advising him or who's giving advice. This sounds stupid as hell. Of course you didn't make the hearing. You was in jail. This All this makes absolutely no sense. And for them to even waste the court's time for no reason, dude, you lost. You lost. Whether you can read or not. After all these years, you didn't even try? Shit, do that Rosetta Stone for reading? Can you learn Rosetta Stone? Is that English? I don't know. Maybe you should get Rosetta Stone. But anyways, Lifetime will be airing a follow-up controversy doctor series surviving R. Kelly. I can't wait for that. So, they're going to have a two-hour special um, titled Surviving R. Kelly, The Impact, will be hosted by um, Soledad O'Brien and will focus on the original docuseries, Global and Culture Impact, and how it's boosted conversations surrounding sexual violence and what it means to Survivor. So they're going to um, do a um, follow-up on him. All right, let's get out of him because he's in trouble. That's why I'd be, that's why I'd be like, done with him because he's so stupid. Okay, um, let's talk. we got a... Uh, we got a story out of Alabama. Woman arrested after calling 911 claiming husband was a burglar. This is a dumbass story. An Alabama woman is facing several charges over what police say was an utterly ridiculous attempt to scare her alleged, allegedly cheating husband. People do some stupid shit. This is dumb. Police in Melbrook said 33-year-old Amber Lewis called 911 to report a burglary Wednesday morning. They saw, they saw when they responded, they found Lewis and a female friend outside Lewis' home, and the pair told the officer they didn't know who was inside. Officers soon determined that the suspect was Lewis' husband and arrested her for filing a false police report, the Montgomery Advertiser reports. Police say they also noticed a persuasive odor of marijuana inside the home, found marijuana, cocaine, and other drugs inside the home, including a five-year-old, including in a five-year-old bedroom. <laughs> Why would you call the police knowing you had all these drugs in here, in there, and you really was just doing it just because you wanted to see if your husband was cheating? <sighs> What's wrong with people today, man? Is it lack of education? What is going on? Is it lack of education? Is it social media? What is it that making people come up with these stupid ass ideas? Anyways, as a result of the drug fine, Lewis was charged with second degree possession of marijuana, chemical endangerment of a child. Her husband was charged with drug possession and her friend was charged with lying to the police. <laughs> For no reason. This is another Jesse Spullett situation. Why? You didn't have to do this. You don't have to call the police. There wasn't a burglary. You just did this because you thought your husband was cheating. This is stupid. Okay, let me calm down. Take a deep breath. Your guess is good as mine. She knew her husband was engaged in an extramarital affair and called the police on her husband, told it was a burglary. What her goal was, I have no idea, Melbrook Police Chief P.K. Johnson tells the advisor. Bottom line, you lie to the police, you go to jail. Johnson said officer was absolutely fierce about the situation, especially since a small fire broke out at a nearby school at the same time and offers ability to respond to those calls for service to assist our fire department was severely handicapped. This is the type of shit I'm talking about. This is why, this is, <laughs> this is, you waste everybody's time over a lot and then you're so dumb. 
You had all them drugs in your house and you gonna call the police. Wow. For no reason. Alabama. This Jesse Smollett disease that people got going around is crazy. I don't get it. Is it get more like some Facebook? Is it you seriously? I, I don't get it. All right. Here's another idiot. <laughs> There's a lot of idiots out here. <laughs> Headline reads, how do I kill my boyfriend? Police say New York woman asked 911 dispatcher how to commit murder. <laughs> find this is funny is I, I I don't understand how you can be so dumb and so stupid this is Buffalo New York a New York woman is facing charges after reporting called 911 to ask how to kill her boyfriend why would you why <laughs> why why I don't understand why Zelda Cotton 54 she's 54 years old she's not she's not a young kid is charged with endangering the welfare of an elderly person and criminal possession of a weapon, according to WKPW. Police say he responded to a home where Cotton was swinging a lift blower, leaf blower battery at her 76-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> she reportedly said she had hit him with the VCR tape five times. What is this in the 80s? What is, what, is this the 1980s? WKPW reported Cotton was intoxicated at the time of the attack, but her boyfriend was not injured. Oh, my God. You call 911 and ask how you can kill your boyfriend. <laughs> Why are y'all wasting? Why are y'all wasting the police time with all this foolishness? Okay, here's another one. Um, and then I got two from Florida, and then I'm talk a little bit about my Greensboro, North Carolina trip, and then I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I don't understand why people keep calling these false reports in and doing dumb. Why you keep Anyways, dating app Bumble is using artificial intelligence to find dick pics. <laughs> now, if y'all know Bumble, Bumble is a dating site um, where if you have a match, you can't you have to wait till the female contacts you. This is the one that George Zimmerman got busted on it for the umpteenth time. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let me <laughs> let me read this. Hold on, I'm waiting for this to get here. Okay, Bumble is using AI technology to rid the female-friendly dating app of unsolicited nude images. Oh, they trying to get rid of the dick pics. It's a private detector feature will launch in June and use the machine to scan images in real time before blurring them and alerting the receiver of the image. An option will then be presented which will allow them to either view it or block it. It will be capable of detecting images with 98% accuracy, the company said. So wait, they blocking, so hold on, they blocking dick pics? So <laughs> what is going on with this world? I'm trying to understand this. So if someone sends you a dick pic, you have the opportunity if you want to look at it or not. Is that what it is? Blurs meshes allow them to delete it without being open. Okay. 
So, so, what, what, okay. So is this, is this a big deal? Is this going on? Are they sending a lot of dick pics? Okay, well, let me see here. The option was presented, right, to either view or block it. And then it's showing like the picture of Bumble. And I guess if you put it, I don't know, the app, which only allows women to make the first contact with matched men, is making the move in a bid to improve safety for 5 million UK users and 55 million global. It's one of the only online dating apps which allows users to exchange photos. Rivo Tinder does not offer that option. It only allows users to share text, gifts, songs via Spotify and bit emojis. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know um, Bumble did all that. I'm not on Bumble. I don't. I don't. I don't know. My friend was on it for a minute. It's um, it's one of the only online dating apps which allows. Okay, I said that the safety of our users is what action the number one priority in everything we do, and the develop of the private detector is another. Undeniable example of the commitment explains Andrew Andrew, a majority owner of it, blah blah blah. Okay. So that's if you use bone on somebody send you a dick pic, you can take the option to look at it or delete it. I didn't know that was a, a an issue. Alright, I got these two um Florida things and then I'm gonna wrap it up because I gotta finish watching my books. And we got to win this game. Yes, I'm nervous. I'm super nervous. I felt like I was suiting up. All right. Dolphin found stranded on Florida Beach with a stomach full of garbage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wildlife officials are asking citizens to reduce single use. This is Fort Myer Beach, Florida. Wildlife officials are asking citizens to reduce single-use plastic consumption after a dolphin was, who had a stomach full of garbage passed away after being found stranded on a Florida beach. According to Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, the female rough-toothed dolphin was found stranded on Fort Myers Beach Tuesday. The dolphin had a stomach full of trash, including parts of a rubber balloon and two plastic bags. Although significantly finding there are many additional factors considered, such as underlying illness, disease, maternal separation. I didn't know that. Dolphins can die if they're not with their parents. Before a final cause of stranding and death where a dolphin can be determined, officials wrote on Facebook. Okay, and then they just showed all the garbage, and I'm about to throw up. Uh, ugh. Okay. So meanwhile, officials are asking citizens to reduce single-use plastic and not release balloons in the environment. Florida releases a lot of balloons. <laughs> Florida what? Um, what does it say? Florida woman accused of sending pics of male's genitals over social media report. Okay. You can, okay, you get arrested for this? A 20-year-old mother of two allegedly maliciously posted photos of a man's genitalia on his own social media accounts and demanded to her, demanded he pay her to stop was arrested in Florida on federal extortion charge. Dang, Florida be on one. 
Brianna Dean of Newport, Richie, Florida, directly exposed the victim of victim to disgrace by using his old phone to access his social media accounts and then sent out images of his genitals across multiple <laughs> social media platforms and direct messages. A criminal complaint obtained by Spoka said it was not immediately clear that the relationship between Dean and alleged victim. Prosecutors accused Dean of charging changing the un unarmed, unnamed man's password to prevent him from deactivating his account. <laughs> women ain't. I'm going to tell you something. You piss a woman off. <laughs> this is some dirty stuff. Dean then allegedly demanded the victim by right and communication to pay monetary payment to stop her actions. Dean was released late Saturday after posting $10,000 bail. Damn. That's a straight up felony, huh? I guess so. The woman who's originally from Massachusetts was previously convicted of disorderly contact, careless driving, and leaving the scene of an accident. She's just crazy. She was also involved in two class action lawsuits last year for cyber stalking. <laughs> in one case, the female plaintiff was granted six months restraining order against Dean. A second one was given temporary injunction against Dean until the case was dismissed by the judge. Wow. That's a crazy ass woman. All right, I'm a, um, I guess I'm gonna wrap this up because I got my bucks on and I want to see that. But yeah, I was in Greensburg this weekend. I drove, which was like an 11 hour drive. And on Friday when I left, well, I left like Thursday night. But I'm gonna tell you something, I can't stand West Virginia <laughs> right now. I can't. I cannot stand West Virginia. There was storms and wind is what I was driving through. And when I got to uh, West Virginia, there was about five accidents. Now, I'm going to tell you something that would help anyone who drives a lot. Wave app GPS. I had the one in my car, but the Wave GPS saved my time, big time. I had got into, I was in West Virginia on a, a one-lane highway in the back road. <laughs> It was jam-packed. Traffic was not moving. My GPS kept telling me, the show started at 7.30. My GPS kept getting me later and later into Greensboro. At one point, it had said 6 o'clock. So now I'm panicking because I got to get to the hotel change and all that and get ready and go to the to the venue. The Waze app recalculated, had me turn around. Now, mind you, I was scared as hell because I was West Virginia and had me driving all these little winding back roads up in the mountains. I don't know where I was at. i just tell you one thing. I'm glad I had enough gas and I had to stop. And then that happened. Because then it looked like it was a good place. I'm just saying for black people up in the earth. So it did that. And then when I got into Virginia. Because you go through West Virginia. Then Virginia. It's a it's whatever. There was another accident. And Wade once again took me off the track. Put me in some backwoods. Bottom line is I got to Greensburg about, I literally couldn't go to the hotel, went straight to the club. I managed to do, I managed to change partially while I was driving in the rain with winding woods, blowing trees in the middle of the wood. It was a hot mess. And I finally got there at 7 o'clock. Show started at 7.30. I finished changing in the car in the parking lot of the comedy club. Went in and did two shows. <laughs> I have no idea how I did it. But that was like mad crazy. And then the next day, of course, I was rested. I get to the hotel and 
I checked in like at 11.30 at night and I slept. And the next day, I wanted to go to Waffle House, but there's too much shit that was going on at Waffle House. So I post-made it Waffle House. Yes, I did. I did post-made to the hotel, rested up, went to club on Saturday. Everything went perfect. All the shows were good. They were a little light because it's spring break, but it was good shows. I got a lot of hugs. And um, people really enjoy themselves, but it was a pain in the ass to get there. And then Saturday night show, when I came back, they had a little um, bar or whatever in the hotel. I went next door and finished watching the San Antonio-Denver game, which I'm shocked that Denver Denver pulled it off. It's weird not seeing San Antonio in the playoffs, but it is a different team. But Denver Nuggets got some eye candy on there, so I'm looking forward to just watching all that. There was a lot of eye candy on Denver Nuggets. But anyways, there was a bunch of guys in the bar. I hung out with them. We, you would have thought we was long lost friends. We watched the game, had a good time, and then I came back home and everything was fine. <laughs> but <laughs> I've never in my life made it that close to showtime and had to change the car. And I felt disgusted and gross when people hugging me and stuff like that. I'm like, ugh. But I did it. It was cool. Finally, I'm home in Milwaukee for the first time in a long time. I'm gonna be at Carl, uh, Marlin's Comedy Pub, Marlin Hill. Um, this Saturday. So all that information, once again, is on my website. I thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to get it going now for episode 20. From now on, I just wanted to make it to the 20 mark. I made it. So episode 20, I'm definitely, I know I said, for sure I am going to have a guest. I'm going to have more guests on. And I might even search for a co-host. I don't know yet. I don't know what I'm doing with this podcast, but I just appreciate the people that do listen to it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. I promise. I got things in the works in a way. I'm just filling it out. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. You guys have a great week. Once again, my name is Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde. Peace out. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I, um... I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead, so I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the chocolate blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.
working there that weekend. He was like, come in the green room. So we hung out in the green room. I saw the showroom. It's a nice place. So hopefully the next time I'm in Vegas or when I get close by, I hope I can get booked mm. on there. That's what I'm working on. And um, they watched, watched it. Yeah, but you know what? That's corny because I didn't do a show there. So I don't post pictures when I do stuff like that. If I if I do a show, I post the club. But if I was just hanging out at a comedy club, I don't post pictures because that's perpetrating, <clears throat> as we used to say back in the day, perpetrating a fraud. Right, right, right. You can't. You I, I wouldn't. I didn't. I don't do that whack stuff just to get likes and stuff like that. You made for yourself. Not I didn't really want to. No, no, no. I took pictures. I put it on. Um, no, I ain't putting it on social media. I don't know why I just said that. Yeah, I took pictures. Definitely took pictures because it was really nice, and it, and it was right. It was right by one of my hotels that I normally stay at when I come out there anyway to hang out. So it was cool. And then the Packer game was that night. We blew it out, and that was fun watching that. I watched that with my niece. My niece made me go to um, uh, go see a movie with her. I went and saw that stupid movie called Countdown. It's a dumbass movie. <laughs> it's about an app you download and it tell you how long you go, you got to live. That sounds dope. Sounds like a great concept. And, and some and some people was downloading. It was like, oh, you got fifty three more years. And then there was people who had like two hours or ten minutes. And then the plot was they had to figure out how not to die. And it wasn't scary. Mm. It was good, but it wasn't. I thought it was going to be super scary. But the scary part was after the movie, my niece goes on to the app and she finds that app. It's called Countdown. And I was like, don't you dare download that. I said, then we got to kill people and run. It was too much. So I was like, don't download that because I don't want to do that. I am super, super tired from Vegas. I didn't download that shit. I'll check for you. Nah. I'm good. You check for yourself. You're going to have to give it. And if it's in two hours, I got to do a lot of stuff to keep you alive, yeah. dude. I'm not trying to do all that. Yeah, don't download that app. It's too much you gotta, work. You got to eat some alive. vegan. You got to eat some plant-based uh, KFC. No, I don't have to eat vegan. I don't have to eat plant. <laughs> no. No. That's what it's going to no. say. Ain't none of that going to help you. No, that's not what's going to help you. You got This movie had to do some other mm. stuff. So it was really weird. And her mom... My niece's mom can't do scary movies, so she went and watched Wizard of Oz, which I didn't know was still in the theaters, and I don't know who would pay. She paid the regular price to go see Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it was really weird. Yes, that's what I said. Yes, it was the original one. <laughs> in the movie theater. <laughs> well, our movie, when our movie was done, she still had like 20 minutes of her, so we went and watched the end. I watched the ending of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> wow. Which, I mean, it was random. That it's was random. random. I do random stuff. Um, it was, Otherwise, Vegas was good. I can't tell much about it. I, I'm not going to even lie. It, I had so much fun. I think what I liked so much about it was I hung out with comedians the whole entire time, and it was just nice to be in that in that environment, just Especially with different comics from different cities that you know, and then you do shows there, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I can I can get down here if I have yeah. to." So I had a lot of fun. The view, that view in my hotel room was woof. That window was it was a lot going <laughs> on. 
Um, I, I took a lot of lifts and Uber drives. I shared a lot of lifts and Uber drives with weird people because in Vegas, they have yeah. the shared where you can share. It's a lot yeah. cheaper, way cheaper. And I was getting 10% off a of lift. So my rides were super cheap. But you get in ride with a lot of people. I had this lady. She was like an older lady. She got in with her husband. It was a little nice, rich-looking couple. And she literally was like, we were just talking. And she was like, I hate when I post something on Facebook and my friends don't like it, but then they like somebody else's stuff that they're not even friends with. And I'm like, lady, you are like 60 years old. Like, are you? why are you concerned about these oh, likes? My mother's like that. That it's that older. That's why I don't like Facebook because they are too too serious. They thirsty. She's like, no, no, I don't care. She's my friend first. I'm like, how old are you? (laughs) Stop. So that was funny. And then I um, I rode with a lot of different people. Did a lot of lift. I had an Uber driver ask me I want a muffin, and he had a basket and and. Had a basket full of muffins. <laughs> what? <laughs> I told you, hashtag only me. The weirdest shit happens to me. I wish I could tell more. I wish I could tell more about the weird stuff that happened to me. I try to limit it, but seriously, I get in the Uber and I sit down. And he's like, he's like, you want a muffin? And he pulls up this basket full of muffins. I'm looking. I'm like, no, son. Why do you have muffins? <laughs> oh, that's new. That is some new shit. I just looked at him and I try not to laugh. I'm like, only me. This man really offered me muffins. Like, first of was all, he, I don't eat nothing that people cook. I don't that? know what you do in your kitchen. That's crazy. No, he just was like, I, I've been offered water and gum and, and candy. candy is the norm. Yeah. That's the norm, right? Yeah, no, this dude goods. had a basket full of muffins. Yeah, baked goods in there. Yeah. Basket full. A basket, not like a train. It was a basket. No, it was a basket with a handle. Oh. <laughs> it was like, he was like, you want a muffin? I'm like, is he for real? <laughs> yeah, he didn't want that. It could be his wife trying to poison him or something. I don't know, man. But otherwise, I'm super tired. I got back last night. Um, I probably lost my voice. My eye was messed up for a minute from allergies out there. It got super cold on Monday morning, though. Mm. It was super cold. Um, what else happened? My, um, I had a family dinner Monday night. That's when I was with the family. That's when I was on, on normal time, doing normal stuff. We went out to dinner. My cousin, my mother, my niece, all of us, we had a good time. Mm. Um, they had a cake for me and all that good stuff. So that was fun, and it it was really fun. I'll be back in um, Thanksgiving. Oh, that's because when I got there, my bag was lost for ten minutes. Mm. So let me. Ten <laughs> I told you only, only me. So this is a deal. I flew from from Milwaukee, of course. So I had to stop in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So when I stopped in Phoenix. My flight was delayed for an hour. So then I finally get into Vegas and I'm looking on the carousel. I see no bag. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> like, I mean, like, like, it's transmittable, you, allegedly, by sexual intercourse. So, so, allegedly. so, so it is? Yeah, because yeah, it's like kind of like AIDS. It's mixed with AIDS. That's what they so said. Who told you this? 
the the chick that uh, discovered the like, chick that isol- the no, chick that chick- gave it to you. No, no, no. <laughs> No, the scientist that isolated AIDS that worked under Father Fauci. She said Corona has a little bit of the. It's mixed. It's like a hybrid. So of you AIDS have virus. sex with someone who has Corona, you, you can die. It. You catch it. You catch it. You catch Corona. Where, can you fact check this? This is I like at the. So you going with Doctor Fauci, who I just told you going no, no, dancing no, no, no. with stars. He won't say that, but this is a whole other segment. But there's a chick that worked under him under the eight when when AIDS was out when it first came out, and she isolated. Because when you when you want to cure a, a, a virus, you have to isolate it on its own and then give it something to destroy it. But she was the first right, person. Right, to get the vaccine, to figure out so how she, to cure it. Yeah. She isolated HIV. The first She was the first okay. person to isolate it. Okay. But she worked under Fauci. That's okay. why I said she worked under Fauci. But Fauci delayed it. That's why it's like this big scandal with Fauci and all that stuff in the past. But... She said that this new virus, coronavirus, is a mix between like the H1N1 flu, the HIV, and this other one. So that's why there was like it is tra- transmissible by sex, just the same way that HIV is. Okay, so from my understanding, so now you it, it's not that someone can spit in your eye and give you it. Now it's now, if you have sex. Yeah. This is what you're saying. I didn't say it. Well, you're not fact checking. I don't see anything else. So this is what I can you look go. it up. You can look it, it up. Me. Please look it up. I want to see if this is legit. Okay. So according to Swizzle, Corona is like HIV. Yeah. So you can catch it through sex and either die or just be a carrier. Right. Okay. All right. I don't know why I brought that shit up because that don't even that just like that that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It didn't to me. It doesn't make sense. I don't believe a lot of shit on the Internet. I don't. I don't believe shit on the Internet. I just don't. People Google shit. People throw shit on Facebook. I'm tired of this shit. People just put up shit. As soon as they see a headline, it's a clickbait. They put it up, have no clue, no facts, rhymes or reasons. So until I get some actual factual shit from a real doctor, I'm not believing this shit. I'm not believing the internet. The internet has always got some bullshit. So we yeah, just yeah. move on to the um, Black Lives Matter. I'll send it to you off air, but no, this is a real, this is like probably, she's a virologist. She's like, as so, far as doc, real doctors are concerned. Okay, so I got a question then. How come this hasn't been brought to the forefront? How come a lot of things haven't been brought to the forefront? Okay, let's go to uh, Black Lives Matter. All right, uh, real quick, I'm going to go through some of these um, titles. Yeah, I'm going to go through some of these titles, and then what's up? What are you laughing at? Did you invite them? Huh? you invite them? Invite who? Do you know them? No. Oh, there's people coming in. Sorry, you guys. We people came into our little we studio. Got Dave Chappelle's red hat. Going up. <laughs> he, thought, he thought it was the that crackhead crack crack was in here. <laughs> he was like, "Is the crackhead in here? Where are they going?" All right, Where here's some Black Lives Matter. Some shit I will read. Some shit I won't. The cream of wheat shit. Okay, the cream of wheat is now considering changing its logo as well. A company spokesperson tells TMZ Big and G Foods Incorporation to now today announced that we are initiating immediate review of our cream of wheat brand. Packaging, okay. Packaging, okay. I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna say this super quick, and so we can get through this. I don't think these these people are not understanding what's going on. Like, 
the shit they're trying to change and be conscious of, it's not making any sense anymore. Why don't you educate yourself? Learn black history. Learn some things. This shit of cream of wheat is not our fucking problem right now. Like, I don't care about cream of wheat. I don't care about Uncle Ben. I don't care about Aunt Jemima right now. I don't care about all that. That shit has been said and done. That stuff was done when my mom, our dad, our parents, their parents was, that shit been around for a long time. Yeah. They was fighting that for a long time. They already brought this stuff up. This is not like new news about Uncle Ben and Aunt Jemima. These images that... Yeah, these images like have been already addressed. They, these images that these companies that have been having since 1926 has been addressed with... The baby boomers, the civil rights, the that damn generation before the baby boomers, I don't know who they are. Slaves, Harriet Tubman, all of them addressed all this shit already. This is like nothing new. So I guess where I get confused is like, okay, so you just realizing, okay, maybe your generation, maybe it's because it's it's been um, inherited from generation to generation. And maybe because this new generation is so woke that they're getting into these companies now and they're like, we need to change that your mind, but this is racist. We need to change the career. Maybe that's the case. But this shit we already fought. We need to move on from this. It goes deeper than that. Yeah, it's right deeper. Right now, we're getting into this weird politically correct thing. It's, where it's, you don't know who's being legit. Right. You can't. They, they're getting rid of the images, but not the system part. You need to get into corporations and get them white racist men, white privileged men up out of the corporation. You need to change. You, you Yeah, you need to go in and change a lot of things that's deeper than... A, we don't give a fuck about this. So we're going to change Black Friday next? That's what I'm saying. Like, we, oh, I got a lot of shit they doing. I got a <laughs> list of Black Lives shit. Let's go. Let's get into it. Um, this was crazy since they're knocking down statues and shit. Uh, they knocked down Arthur Ashe. The African-American tennis player, dude. And they put White Lives Matter on it. This is what I was waiting for. And this is what I was saying in the last episode. Why have a side eye? Because everybody's embracing us. It's Black Lives Matter. I knew in time the real shit was going to come to the surface. I have a few articles when we get through. This is what I was waiting for. Bring your real self. This is what I think about all this shit. Go ahead. All these wiping out these images, doing knocking down statues. It's really, it's basically doing the same thing that Obama getting elected did. It's making certain people angry. Yeah. It's, it's just pissing them it's off. It's pissing them off. Because it's not really changing anything. Like I, like I said earlier about the Aunt Jemima syrup, you might change the syrup, but you're not changing the fact that it's bad for you. It's high fructose corn syrup. It's like, you know... You're not changing what's underneath the exactly, center. but so, that's what I'm saying. You... But it's causing a negative reaction, exactly, in the people that historically put it into place in the first place. But right. it's just bringing it back to life, right? But and you're saying it, you're saying it, that is so correct. It's like you you're not. First of all, I said in the last episode, y'all got 400 years to undo shit. Good luck. Good fucking luck. Y'all think this, that, y'all got to get deeper than this. This is way deeper. Like, this America was based on racism. That This was what everything that America's about had nothing to do with us <laughs> at all. 
had nothing to do with us. They made sure that we was fucked along the way. We never could get ahead. They used propaganda. They did everything. They, 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 at one point, they wouldn't, let us, they wouldn't let us read. Can't read. We couldn't read. When did they start letting us read? Now, that sounds crazy to say to someone. And it sounds crazy nowadays because I know my black history. You know your black history. But for the people who just discovering black history, I'm hearing black people now saying, I'm learning more about black history. Missy Elliott has said that. I'm learning more about black history in 2020 than I ever. Really, girl? Really, girl? Because when I went to college, the first thing I did is took all black history courses. Like I said, that was my minor, to be honest. I educated myself very well about my blackness. I didn't waste, because I went to all white schools. I only had a paragraph of black history. That was it. As soon as I hit college, I promise you, I had every semester had at least one or two black history courses. I had black reality. I had black women in history. I made sure I learned my black history. So when I hear some black people say that, I get it. Like black people know who Juneteenth Day, Juneteenth Day is. I get it. Maybe you didn't. Trump made it famous. Trump made it. <laughs> Trump made it famous. <laughs> I mean, some of y'all didn't, but. I'm just embarrassed when y'all don't say that out loud. Some shit you shouldn't say out loud as black people. You shouldn't say, Miss L was like, I learned more about black history now in 2020 than ever. Girl. Well, it's facts. Yeah, a but. A lot of people but, did. But as a black individual, maybe because maybe because who I was raised by, I had no. You grew up in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee is like. I had to learn. I had to learn black history. It's based on survival. You got to learn your history. Because it's But so I grew bad. up. I grew up with all white people. But still, when you're so, young, you're not even getting no exposure to nothing based on the school system. So you have to have that reinforcement. Certain parts of the country, like in VA, you grew up around black people. So it's kind of like you don't feel you that. You take it for granted and you think you yeah. know the history when you technically really or, don't. Right, you don't know the half. Exactly. Right. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. I'll stop being hard on it. I just, it just kind of, I guess because I, I'm, I don't know. I guess because I'm black and I learned about my history. But and you went to college for she went, she went to the industry. I don't know what she, she did. I don't, you know, and, I don't mean, shit, and I don't so. mean to, right? I don't mean to pick on Missy with that one. I just know that was one of the person who said it. But, but a perfect but, example is when me coming from DC. And coming here, and it's Juneteenth. They blocking down, blocking and you didn't streets. know Juneteenth was like, that oh, important. Shit. It's not about that important. Is that it's like a thing, a it whole is. city, you know? What yeah. I'm saying? So and you're right. That you didn't a, happen in D.C. You had a valid point because I do live. We do live in a segregated city, and we do have to fight so hard to make right. our presence. Because in some areas like D.C., you're used to seeing successful black people. So it's not like that's why I used to love going to DMV. Yeah, it's it's not like that's why DMV you know, was like unusual. one of my favorite spots. It's not Chocolate City anymore, but when it was Chocolate City, that's when I used to love to come to the DMV yeah. and and DC. When DC was Chocolate City, oh my god, I loved it because I was like, this was so refreshing just to see successful black people doing normal shit. They ain't got you in one section making you eat processed food and put family dollar and dollar trees in your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, and then the shit. suburbs got, we got a farmer's market and we've got this and that. And in the hood, they 
eat this processed shit, get obese, get high blood pressure, your health. We could go all and on. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop because I could go on and on. But places like D.C., D.C. is the only one. You got Atlanta. You got Houston. No, no, no. I was Chicago. just I was just because you're from you there. Go. But, but, but yeah, but it's a big deal to be able to go somewhere and yep. be you yep. in a city. And comfortable. And be comfortable. And I and but I'm fortunate that I work for airlines. So I got to travel so much, and I travel a lot, so I, I, I'm able to see that. If you if you've never been able to go outside of your environment that's been like that, oppressed and they on your neck, because we have the highest African American black population in Milwaukee, treat us like shit. You can't even walk down the street; they staring at you. Like yeah, you we zoo. walking down me and Swizzle. <laughs> A minute ago, I was just walking down the street because we was trying a different studio. And then when we tried that studio, it just didn't, we didn't like the vibe. So we walked back to the other studio. We walking down the street and, 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 and all, the, all the white people are sitting out on the patios eating and drinking social and social distancing. And they staring at us the whole entire time as we're walking. Like what do you think? What do you think we're gonna do? Like we about to march. Like we got like set some we, shit on fire. And, and honestly, we also I got a I had a white claw in my hand. <laughs> yeah, about as white as you can get. Right. With that shit. And I was like, well, I have a white claw. They should probably like think I fit in. And then um, we was playing Tupac. <laughs> you was playing Tupac. I wasn't playing. But, like yeah. it was a boombox. <laughs> right. I just do the right thing and some shit. <laughs> you want to know what? Okay, real quick. I'm, I know I'm digressing. You know what I? What my new protest is now? What's that? Because I'm walking so damn much. When I get the um, the walk light. You know, the intersection. The white joint? The white, white joint. So I don't know. They're going to make it brown. They're going to change it. Well, you can't see it. You'll be like, what is, what is this going on? Why is the walk what, light white? Is it black? It's the walker black. This is white supremacy. <laughs> what is going on? I can't walk to the white man telling me to walk? This is white supremacy. <laughs> There's a white man up there. I ain't moving. I ain't moving until it turns black. They would do some shit like that. But what I do now is when you have a car turning, and if it's like a white person, they turn and I'm in a walkway, they have to, you know, wait for me to walk across. I take my sweet ass. (laughs) I'd be like, and I'd be like, and I'd be like, um, like, um, uh, Bernie, uh, not Bernie, Cedric. I wish your motherfucker would. Wish your motherfucker would. I wish you would tell me to move on. <laughs> I wish you would tell me to hurry up. So that's my new little protest. But anywho, um, let's move on. So, in honor of uh, Black Lives Matter, Jeff Bezos, Amazon, richest mug in the world, told employees to cancel all their meetings on Juneteenth. That's because he was overslept. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> Give them the day off. <laughs> why, why would you just cancel meetings? And well, maybe the way they work, they don't really have to me. do anything unless they're in the meeting. So they kind of just be chilling. I don't know. And then his next move after this, employees get mad because um, warehouse employees slam Jeff Bezos mm. because... For Juneteenth Day, you know what he offered them? An authentic meal of chicken and waffles, part of the Juneteenth celebration. Chicken and waffles on Juneteenth? Yeah, so he he messed up twice. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the best he can come up with? The first idea was to... We're good. The first first idea was 
cancel meetings. I don't know what that got to do with it. You got a lot right. of black people in the meetings. I, I'm like, I'm confused. Do a lot of people, black people meet? I thought that was a dating site. <laughs> black people meet. I don't know. I don't is know. that one? I don't, I don't know. I'm just trying to understand, like, there is where black people meet. So that that was the first thing was, okay, you can't go to meetings. And then what he does on Juneteenth, he gives them chicken and waffles. Not gonna lie, I like chicken and waffles. I mean, he did some research. <laughs> he must have did some research on that. Okay, next thing you know, Public Enemy um, wrote came out with a new song, and it says, "Tell Trump to shut the fuck up." Call it's called the, the call of the State of the Union. Um, the mayor of Columbus, Ohio, has finally removed Christopher Columbus statue. Damn. And then in Minnesota, they're pinching. They're they have a. Uh, uh, what is that? Petition, Petition to, to remove it. To remove it with... Christopher Columbus and replace it with Prince. The mm-hmm. beautiful one. That would be dope. Minnesota does need a Prince statue. Come so. on. Yeah, he's support. Man, you don't was... think that'll piss people off? and have No, him? he was down for Minnesota. He repped Minnesota. I've been to Paisley Park so many times. It's ridiculous. He he's a Minnesota Viking fan. They changed the stadium they have there to purple. Like their colors purple. Like Prince fucked with Minnesota. Minneapolis. He had his clubs downtown. Purple Rain represented Minneapolis. Yes. Give that man a statue. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of Christopher Love statue. Get rid of his holiday. Make it Juneteenth. We're making another holiday, but Christopher Columbus need, is canceled. That's somebody we need right now. We need the wisdom of these people that have passed, these princes, the Michael Jacksons, the for the younger generation, the Nipsey Hussles. Um, That's where they're even going. Even the Dr. Savy. Like, we need the wisdom of We need guys. Malcolm X. <laughs> Don't go there with me. <laughs> Malcolm X. Well, Malcolm X and... Uh, Martin Luther King. Yeah, and we can go to Marcus Garvey too. I mean, we can keep it real. We really need the real. wisdom of these people now more than ever because we're we're drowned. We're having to listen to. So yeah, what, what we got going on next? We got we got this NASCAR shit. This shit's deep. I don't. Even, you know what? This Bubba Wallace shit. This NASCAR shit. Um. This this Bubba Wallace. Okay. So what did Bubba Spark? What happened to Bubba? Spark? Bubba Sparks. <laughs> Booty, 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 booty everywhere. <laughs> booty, 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 booty Mrs. everywhere. everywhere. That's what it Damn, bo- Miss New Booty. Um, short story, I guess. Bubba Wallace found a noose. So he's a black NASCAR driver. In his garage, he's a black NASCAR driver. Is that the one that was like real good? He's good. So, yeah, and I mean, then okay, they, he's the one who wanted the Confederate flag to be gone. They, I didn't think it was going to happen because NASCAR is the most racist ever sport yeah. period yeah. he's the first he's what is the second black or the first black i don't remember i'm so tired of mm-hmm. us being the first i think it's sad in 2020 period i think it's sad period if anyone thinks it sound crazy after 43 presidents we finally get one black man i think it's just crazy after nascar they get like it's a bit i hate when they say oh the first hockey black hockey player i mean it's a damn shame aren't you the first black something where you work at I'm always the first black something. <laughs> That's my life. Who are you talking about? The only black or the first black? That's my story of my life. But with Bubba, he was the first NASCAR driver because, you know, 
it been white, racist, Confederate flag, good old boys. NASCAR been some bullshit. We all know that. So he wanted to get rid of the Confederate flag. They did it. Then. Real quick. Real quick. They, they doing things real quick without really thinking. But right, like, like they're going to alienate. No, it makes, it makes you think like if this was so easy, why did you do it a long time ago? Like why, why is everything so easy now? Like automatically now, oh, we'll just get rid of it. That's why. We'll just I get think, rid of it. That's why I think it's meant to piss off other side because they don't have a bunch of fans that's like we're gonna boycott nascar like, okay well, if we if you know what i'm saying that's yeah but why, they didn't have to do it either because we don't have a lot of uh, i don't know that's anywho. what i'm saying so anywho so then after that they took the flag down then the next thing is he found a noose in his garage then the fbi decided to um investigate it but before the fbi why the fbi was investigating the whole nascar group he they had a race and they pushed his um car to the to the starting line which shows solidarity because on his car i think he has black lives matter on it on one of the stickers on the stickers but he has an american <clears throat> flag and uh and this is a thing i'm not gonna knock bubba the first name his his black man named bubba second of all he loves metal music like he's all He's the he's the blackest whitest man. <laughs> it's okay, bubblegum shrimp. Bubblegum Bubble, shrimp just, was black. I'm Come just on. saying, like he is like. Bubblegum shrimp was black, so never mind. No, I'm just saying, like he it's just hilarious. Like everything about him is, according to him, is super white. But he's Black Lives Matter. He's fighting it through. So then he gets a noose in the garage. They rattle through, rally through. I thought that was I thought that was dope. When they did that, where they pushed push his car to the, uh, I thought that was dope because I'm like NASCAR is really turning around. But wait a minute, while all that was going on, and he was talking about that noose, there was another noose that was found that they're not talking about, that was found close by, and they also was flying the Confederate flag and defund NASCAR sign flying over the race. So someone bought, you know how you see those big signs flying in the air? Yeah. So so racist shit was going on the whole entire time. Just was look. And yeah. then so that I was waiting for this though. Yeah. Cuz I was like did y'all just so, I was like y'all this y'all taking this too easy. Some retaliation. So yeah. I was waiting for this. Yeah. Come to find out the FBI says no it wasn't a news. It's been in 2019. Oh, so they flew the thing over. They flew that. What you talking about a noose that that original noose. They talk about the original. They investigated it to see if it was hate crime, racist, or whatever. Right. And the FBI turned around and was like, "It's not a noose." No, he's saying it's not a noose. It was something that was in the garage since 2019. They didn't know that um, Bubba it wasn't planted because Bubba got that garage afterwards and that that it looked it's some it's some bullshit is what it is so then bubba went on today was a today and said on one of these shows and said no it was a noose we know it was a noose basically he said there's some bullshit in the game and then he turned around and said i'm confused what he turned around i don't know it's noosegate because all i know is <laughs> i <laughs> it's noosegate Chocolate at this noose. point it's noosegate because at this point, 
I'm confused. Because then he went on and said, no, it was a news. It looked like a news. I know it was a news. Like he didn't, he's not buying what the FBI came up with. And this is, this is, this is another thing about racism. The way the system was set up, white men are going, they going to look out for each other. And if there's money, things involved, they could easily, the FBI could have been, hey man, just, just say like it was in 2019, you know, whatever. And my thing is, so y'all saw something hanging around the garage that looked like a noose this whole entire time, and y'all had no idea it looked like a noose? That's how you know that's white privilege. It's just super white. Like, they don't even realize it. If that's the case. I, it's a bullshitting game, period. I, I didn't even want to talk about this story after the FBI came back with their findings of saying, no, it's been around since 2019. It's not a noose. So now they mm. comparing him to Jesse Smollett. Cause you look like him. No, cause Justice Smollett remember had a noose, a noose. No, but mm-hmm. it, I just my heart's go out to that fa- the families and everyone else. So what you got coming up? What are you doing with your life? <sighs> oh man, it, it seems like it's always something new. So yeah, we um starting a video marketing company here in Milwaukee. Okay. And uh, yeah, we me and a partner, the guy he he, he shot my dad's uh. Show a pot of water. Yo, dad. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, I heard about the guy. <laughs> I heard I heard about him. Right, you did not sure about it. I thought yeah. we had the same dad. I'm confused. I mean, there's another yeah. dad you got? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's all alleged anyway. <laughs> it's all rumors anyway. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do 23 and me then, because apparently you say that's not my dad. So I'm going to go, well, I'll go ask Pops for DNA. I'll tell him why. Because <laughs> it's your dad. I mean, yeah, it's my the dad. Guy, your guy that did what for your dad now? So he shot a video for him, and then that led to him, like, doing getting a lot of work. Okay. A lot of video work. And then, so me, I have a marketing agency, and a lot of my problem comes from clients not being able to create their own videos and their own content. So basically, we just decided to join forces. And uh, so I've basically been working on launching that. Okay, cool. It's a good thing that your dad helped you out with that. Well, I basically <laughs> helped him out, but yeah. Yeah, me and him. Well, I, I mean, me, your dad's videos worked. Me and him are cool. Your dad's videos worked, so. Y'all got to meet sometime. <laughs> One day we'll meet. <laughs> One day. He sounds like a cool dude. But, I mean, your dad's videos worked to help boom his business, so your dad did help. A little bit, yeah. A little bit? Your dad's got some cred. But that wouldn't have happened if I didn't hook that up, so. Okay, well, you take the credit. Whatever it was a team effort. Do. All right. Team effort. Okay. Well, I'm going to be using dude. So, um, this has been a, I tried to make it short. It went a little bit over an hour, but hey, it's been a minute since we've been together. Okay. We're going to change that. There we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, you guys, once again, get out there, go to a comedy club, go do a, go to a comedy show, do something live. Cause this world is crazy as hell. Mm. You need to laugh, get it out, breathe, relax. Change your diets, get healthy, be a better person, to live a good, healthy, long life, and just be happy, man. Cause yeah, cause it's wild out here. It's wild. Don't watch the news either. Yeah, the news will get you very depressed. <laughs> okay, so what? We'll be back next week on the same thing, doing the same thing, same tune, same whatever.
Uh, I think Don Suave will be with me. Um, Little Carmel. Yeah, and tune in. Look, and, uh, it's, and next week, what can they look forward to next week? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell's going on so next on week. Note, <laughs> be ready to be surprised. Like we, are. we have no clue. Uh, one day we'll have a guest. <laughs> one day we'll have a video. Well, we don't know. We just have you rocking with us. This is episode 43, I believe. Uh, which is kind of dope. So thank you guys so much for listening. You guys have a great week. I will talk. We'll talk to you guys next week. Once again, my name is Nola J, aka Chocolate Blind, aka Jizzo, and I'm Don Suave, aka the Caramel Don, with chocolate on the inside, but I'm colder than caramel. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. All right, little chocolate Man, Don, nah, that ain't <laughs> caramel. That ain't my name. <laughs> <laughs> Rolo, you just described a Rolo, you know the candy Rolo. You just described Maybe. a Rolo. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, yeah. you guys have a great week. Peace out. Peace. See Nola J, the chocolate blonde, when she comes to your area. See Nola J Friday, February twenty eighth, and Saturday, February twenty ninth, at the Talent Gallery, at the Hidden Pearl Coffee, twelve fifty North Green Street in McHenry, Illinois. Purchase your tickets at HiddenPearlCoffee.com. That's HiddenPearlCoffee.com. Or call 815-388-0008. 815-388-0008. Comedy Night at the Talent Gallery in McHenry. Come out and see Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde, when she comes to your area. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions, like how do I record an episode, how to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to, how do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple, Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free, and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes. Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the Chocolate Blonde. Go to the website nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com.